Hey, I'm Gina Keeping, ex-classroom teacher turned mindset and business mentor. Not too long ago, overwhelm and stress was my norm. Now, I have created a life where I help entrepreneurial women create an unstoppable mindset and teach them how to grow and scale their own businesses, all while getting their own gifts out into the world and creating an impact. Welcome to the Keeping It Real podcast where each week I bring you an inspiring person or message where we talk about all things life and business related, where our conversations are real, the information is inspiring, we have a splash of fun, we have lots of laughs, and we dive into life lessons and deep conversations about all the things. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome back, friends, to another episode of the Keeping It Real podcast with me, your host, Gina Keeping. And I'm super pumped to be talking about today's episode because I think most of us, if you talk to anybody, most people feel they don't have enough time for anything. They don't have time for themselves. They don't have time to do all the things, to be the friend, to be the wife, to be the X, Y, and Z. We feel like we're always in a rush. And... For me, after leaving my teaching career, and maybe even during, because I think I knew I wanted something different than the go, 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 go. But when I started to grow my business and more now than ever, time freedom and mind freedom is everything to me. It's the thing that I crave. It's one of my top values. And I've gotten really good at finding ways to prioritize my time. And I got a funny feeling that you want that too. You want to have more time for the family, for the memories, for the relationships, for the slowdown, for the the coffee. I have so many people who write me when I share on Instagram that I'm drinking my coffee from the back of my car. People is like, oh man, I'd love to just have even 10 minutes to myself. So I wanted to share something with you. And I'm going to be bold enough to say that if you change this one thing, you will be amazed at how much time you are going to free up. And I have, I think I have been really good at this my whole entire life, but I feel I've mastered this art right now because I am so intentional about when I work and how I work that it is the thing that allows me to have the time freedom. I mean, if you are in the business world or if you are working nine to five, like that, Either which way, it's a lot of work, right? Growing a business is a lot of work. Having a nine to five is a lot of work. I mean, we we can't ignore that fact. So the thing is, I think a lot of people hold the belief that just because it's like that, then you are handcuffed to being burnt out. You're handcuffed to the story of I have to work all the time, but it's not the case. So I want to preface the one thing with... um, Something that I learned, I guess on paper and made it come to the forefront, I was doing it anyway, but I was like, when I learned this one thing, it really allowed me to do that gut check and go, okay, I have to make sure that I keep up what I'm doing here and make this part of my daily routine. So I was attending this lecture, um, you know, when I was doing uh, teaching, I would get invited to these lectures and I would go and do these PD days and that kind of stuff. And uh, there was one particular, um, it was a a three-day workshop that I got invited to go to. And when I went, 
there was this um, speaker and he was known around the world for his talks. And anyway, he got up and one of the things he was talking about was productivity and how to, you know, kind of maintain focus and be more productive, whether that's for students or whether that is for uh, us as adults. And one of the very first things that came out of his mouth was, is that let's just say you're starting a task and you get interrupted in that task. It takes an average of 23 minutes to refocus back on that task. Let that think in for a minute. Something that can take one second to do can then cause you at least 23 minutes of a relapse time to get back into that focus. So a task that might have taken you 10 minutes, if you get interrupted three times, you had a times that by that 23 by three and that 10 minute task, I'm not good at math here, but you're talking about an extra what, 60, 70 minutes added on to your time to do that 10 minute task. So if you think about it, our whole entire day is filled with interruptions. So if you get a text message and you're in the middle of a task and you go, it's only going to take one second to answer that text. No, it's not that one second right? That one second for you to do the task, but for your brains to switch gears and then to go back to that original task, it will take 23 minutes to refocus. But we're not just getting one disruption or one ding or one uh, break into our tasks. We are set up into a world where we have constant distractions, we live for it. Our, our environment, our society thrives on distractions. What we kind of accept it as our norm. So this is why so many people are feeling overwhelmed. They're feeling that they have racing thoughts. They feel like they can't keep their head on straight. They're feeling distracted. They're feeling out of balance. It's because you are. Your brain has not been given the opportunity to finish any of the thought loops that are open in its mind to actually finish and refocus on that task. So it's not just a second, right? It's not just one second or two seconds to check that email, to respond to that text, to take that phone call. And we have to really be intentional about our time if we want to have more time. As a society, we waste so much freaking time. And I've done this before on the podcast where I'm like, take out your phone and look at how much you spend on your phone, right? We waste so much time. But one of the things that I've gotten super, super good at is I am really good at getting work done in small, in small pockets of time, which then allows me to have so much freedom. I have gotten so good with my boundaries around my phone and distractions that it has allowed me to have my work time laser focused. So when I'm working, my phone goes on do not disturb. And I'm like, no, this is my work time. I don't care if 10 people call me. I don't care if I have 15 texts on my phone. I have trained myself not to respond. And I've detached from my people-pleasing tendencies where I'm like, oh, what if those people uh, are mad at me? Or what if they're upset I don't get back to them? Uh-uh. Like, I, I've really had to check those beliefs and create new ones to help support this because my time freedom is way more important than people being upset that I have a boundary in place and I'm trying to do good work. If they don't understand that, they are not my people. You know what I mean? So these boundaries in place... Um, have also 
done the, and I, it wasn't intentional, but I'm also teaching people how to treat me. So I'm like, no, these are my boundaries. I'm not going to cross it. Even if you're in a hurry, your emergency and your urgency doesn't mean that I have to jump and match that energy. Right. So in this time of my work, in this time where I have my blocks, in this time where I have these boundaries, I'm way more creative. When it when I say it takes me 10 minutes to do a task, it takes me 10 minutes to do a task. I am able to have that productivity at the forefront and I have more time as a result. If I have more time, I'm more present. If I'm more present, then I'm happier. If I'm happier, I'm making memories, right? So for me, being super disciplined with these things have allowed me to have this time freedom, right? And in a world where we are craving connection and we have the biggest like FOMO of like, oh my God, I had to be connected because what if I miss out? This just comes to restate what I said earlier, that our environment is actually designed for your attention to be not focused, right? And I see this all the time with my clients where they can't really seem to trust themselves. They can't get in flow because they're distracted. They can't tap into their creativity. They're trying to figure out what to do next steps. They get a step and then they're distracted. They don't trust themselves, right? And they're trying to be in the refocus state all the time because they're leaning into social media. They're leaning into emails. They're leaning into reacting and responding to everybody else before they check in with themselves. So I truly believe that getting intentional around these things will change your life in more than just being productivity. So my question to you is what would happen if you didn't have these distractions? What would happen if you had focused time? What would happen if you could have these periods of time where you're able to step into your creativity, where you're not in responding and reacting mode? Like this pre-cell phone era, for those of you who are old enough (laughs) to know that, just imagine how much creativity you had before cell phones. Imagine how happy you were before cell phones. You know what I mean? So where can you, and I'm not saying ditch your cell phone, but I am saying, where can you be more focused? Can you turn off your email notifications? Where can you be present where your feet are? Are you at the table with dinner with your family and you're responding to work emails, right? Are you trying to record a podcast and your phone is on beep and every time you're in the midst of creativity and your phone goes off, you lose your train of thought. You know what I mean? So some things, and I obviously want to give you some tangible tools, and I wanted to share with you some things that I have done that has made a huge difference. And I've kind of sprinkled some of these in throughout other episodes, but this one is just like laser focused on what you can do to create more time for yourself. So one of the things that I do um, is all notifications are turned off on my phone, except for my text. I truly hold the belief that there are no emergencies in business. The people, I have a list of people on my phone that if they are trying to get a hold of me, they can come through. But all notifications, except for my text messages, are off on my phone. Automatically, my phone does not turn on until 6.30 in the morning, which usually means my morning routine is done and my phone goes off at 8.30. So I'm not getting anything. I'm not even getting any texts at that point. Like everything is on do not disturb. I'm gone to bed. <laughs> I have email, uh, an email auto pause, so I'm not even tempted to go in. So my brain knows now, like I've, I've stopped the habit of actually opening my icon for my email because I've used that pause so that before, once I wasn't having the notifications, I would catch myself going into my email. 
So now I've curbed that habit altogether by having a pause. So when I go in there, there are no emails. I can't see any emails until I turn it back on. So I've stopped the habit of clicking on my inbox and actually going to look, right? I've had to have really strong boundaries. And with those strong boundaries had to come some strong mindset shifts, right? But I'm very strong and I'm not perfect. Please don't ever think that I'm perfect because this gal is not perfect. Um, but when I say I'm not going to be around, I'm not going to be around. When I put a boundary in place, for the most part, I hold it like 99% of the time. When I'm doing my morning routine, my phone stays in the room, right? So I, I'm really good at making sure that I'm in charge of my distractions, not everybody else. Um, I have a designated time to answer my Voxer and my email. So usually after my morning routine, I'll check in with my clients, I'll check my email, and that allows me to have that structured time. Sometimes I'll check it at lunchtime and then maybe before I, I head off, like in, in the re regular work schedule, that's what I'll do in the summer. I usually check my email once a day right? I've gotten really good at chunking my time. And when I have that time in my calendar, it's laser focused. Nothing is coming in. There's no distractions. I say no without an explanation. And I really get clear on what I'm doing and when I'm doing it. And when I say this, like, you have to work with what you have, obviously, right? Maybe you can't chunk the whole entire time, but you know that between one and two, this is gonna be my hour where nobody knocks on your door if you're in a leadership role, where this is my time, zero distractions, I have to get this done. Like, you do have that available to you. It just might mean you need to put some strong boundaries in place. Um, and I have gotten really good at using social media as a tool. And I don't answer my message immediately, not because I'm like, oh, I don't want to answer that. It's like, no, I'm using this as a tool. I have a time when I usually go in and check it. If I'm flicking out on the couch and, you know, going through Instagram and I want to do it, then I might do it then. But I've really let go of this urgency and letting go of like, oh, I need to respond to every message immediately. That doesn't exist anymore. Sometimes I go on Instagram. I use it as a tool. Um, I get offline and I don't even look at my, my, inbox, my inbox messages. I don't look at my comments on my posts. It's a tool, not a lifeline, right? And I feel sometimes we have put this urgency around responding that is really detrimental to our health, our goals, and everything else in between. These things that we're talking about, this availability, availability is not urgency. You are making it an urgency and it's not, right? So time, as I've said before, is my most important thing. And I really am all about using it to my advantage because I really do. Like, what's the point of life if I can't make the most memories, right? If I can't laugh and I can't live deeply, like I want these things. I didn't have it for so long and I was attached to a schedule. I am not living this one life on this earth going through the motions. I will not do it anymore right? So if I have to sit down and have boundaries in place and it gives me laughter, life, memories, freedom, I'm going to do it. And some days it's inconvenient. Some days I got to give myself a kick in the ass, but it works, right? It allows me to have way, way more things. So those moments of, okay, let's get this done. It allows me to have what I want. So I am definitely on board. And I know this isn't available in every area of your life, I would be silly to imply that you can do this in every area of your life, right? But this is available to you in some, right? So even if you picked one of these things, imagine how much time you will save. 
Imagine how your life would change if you were able to do the things that you had to do without distraction. And once again, I know this is not in every area of your life, but there are areas of your life where you can do that. And when you have the space and when you have freedom in your calendar and when you're able to slow down and when you're able to listen to your body and give it what it needs and when you're able to tap into managing your energy and not that just your time piece, everything changes. And the more ease I put into my schedule and the more openness I put, the more clear I become on my mission and who I am and what I'm meant to do here on this earth. And I'll give you a little example here. Um, Emily and I are going to do a podcast on this, but as you know, if you've been listening to the, the podcast for a while, this summer... I took a lot of time off. We put a lot of things in place for us to have this freedom and openness. Um, growing a business of six figures in one year has been, uh, you know, there's there's been a lot of moving pieces. So we've been like in go mode a lot, which we love, but we really wanted to slow down this summer with the intent of just giving ourselves what we needed. And we were still going to sprinkle in and do some planning. And last Wednesday, we sat down to do our projected planning and our growth planning uh, for the rest of the year. And when we sat down, because we have had that space, because we've had that freedom, well, (laughs) we have completely pivoted in our collective business with Shift Together and in the most beautiful, expansive way. And we decided we're going to do an episode on it because the thing is, is that I think sometimes when we talk about goals and we talk about going after the life that we want and creating a business that we freaking love, all of those things, we forget to create the time for the expansion. We often hope expansion is going to happen, but expansion is an inside job and the inside job can only happen when you create moments of pause, right? And in this pause and in this reflection and then this like sigh where you get to like actually think and grow and allow yourself to have everything it needs, you will be amazed what comes from that. So here we are making this beautiful pivot where we know we're going to help not just thousands of what we're doing now, but millions. That's our goal. I'll be bold right now and I'll be vulnerable and I'll put it out there. Our goal is to impact 1 million lives. 1 million lives. And in order to, to do that, the way we were running our business, we couldn't do, right? So I just share this little glimpse of what's going to be on our podcast together. Um, But my whole intent of sharing that is that would not have happened if I was in go, 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 and just going through the motions. Because when you are just going through the motions, you think that is the only way it can be done. When I was teaching in my nine to five job, I thought that was the only way I could do it. Not the case. So having this time, living more, getting to know yourself deeply, listening to those nudges, that is where the magic is going to happen. All right, my friends, we have so much more to share with you on this huge pivot of this beautiful offering that we have coming out uh, for October. Uh, I think October 2nd is our start date. We did a little soft launch with our 21-day manifesting mastery program, and we already have people who have jumped on and are so pumped to be a part of this new initiative that we have. But we're going to tell you more about that, so stay tuned. Just wanted to plant that seed. Um, And yeah, thank you guys for being here. I've been getting a lot of really sweet 
beautiful messages lately. Um, and they mean so, so, so much to me. I just want to take a moment and just thank you for being here, for listening, for being an avid part of this community. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to send some love your way. So I hope you're having the most beautiful day. I'm here. I'm rooting for you. You got this. You can do it. And as always, remember to keep it kind, keep it fun, and always keep it real.